popping. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. fine. I mean, that little stuff. Okay. Yeah. It's just, you know, too much movement, too much. Right. Yeah. So we respect the Swisher House. No Swisher House. No Swisher House. Yeah. And we're good. Um, I know. I know. I mean, not, not mad at Swisher House. No, like I said, we respect Swisher House lovely. Yes. You just didn't need Swisher House in the background. Exactly. That's you know what I mean? We're doing yeah. Right Little Kiki, Swisher you know. House. Yes. Okay. yes. Oh, we do watch Chuck up to. <laughs> nah, just a regular joint. But me and you can enjoy Chop the Screw later on, though. Screw, screw, chop, chop, then. <laughs> oh, man. Alright, so we ready whenever you are. Are we ready? Yep. Bing, 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 bing. Or do you yeah. need me to do the thing? Oh, yeah, you got to do the thing. Why do I have to do the thing? This is your... Because you're good at the thing. I don't even know how... What the fuck is it? What is it? What is it? The intro? <laughs> what are we telling people? You always know what to do. I like... Welcome to my... I'm not doing that. You have the intro voice. Well, this is your show. This is your theme. Don't tell show. people it's my theme because if people don't fuck with Mr. it, they're going to no. be like... Mr. No, this is your theme. Don't be... No, no. Guys, stop it. So, for you real. Said I said guys. <laughs> Talking to both of y'all. True, true, true that, true that. Jeez, <laughs> stop it! I'm, I, don't say, don't say whose whose idea anything is because then you can say it's Gina's show. No, you can't because no. we it'd be a four hour show and yeah. we need this forty no, minutes. No, we just so. gonna say we, we decided to get into this thing called hip hop. When did you fall DJ? in love with hip? You old brown sugar ass nigga. <laughs> Yeah, I knew some old brown sugar ass shit was gonna come out. One of the worst movies in history. It was the most. Oh, gee, keys. We're not gonna do that though. So, whenever you're ready to begin, we can begin. I mean, no. Okay, but. Up to you. No, no. Yeah. That's too much pressure. No, it's not too much it's pressure. It's okay, to, say, to welcome the folks. Just I don't. I don't do that. Repeat after me. Welcome. Welcome. To the listener. Welcome, listener. <laughs> okay. Uh. Yeah, this is another episode of Reels and Feels. There you go. See, that's the did. name of the show, right? That's, that's all it takes. Yeah, and uh, today uh, I'm talking first, so I'm the host. Yep. Janelle. Yep. And then, yeah, my co-host. Uh-huh. Oh, you're not gonna say your name. I always say my my own name. What is this? T Greasy. Greasy's in the house, and oh. we got another guest. We have a special guest today. We're discussing hip hop, and um, and I invited the most b boyist grown man that uh, that walks the face <laughs> of the planet. Um, his name is Jeter, yeah. and um, and he basically embodies hip hop, um, every day, all day, all day, every day. And Jeter, do you mind? You might, just just to give people a point of reference, can I state that you are over the age of forty? Please. Okay, and and so he does this shit. Like I said, he embodies hip hop all day, every day, and um, you know we're doing a few parts to this because hip hop is a culture with many elements, and we we understand and respect that. So we weren't gonna pretend like we can. We can just have a discussion about hip hop that lasts 40, 45 minutes. You know, that doesn't make sense. Truly, truly. So, um, thank you for joining us for this leg of it. Um, and and I was talking, when I was talking to Greece about setting this thing up, I was like, we need to get into this thing called hip hop. And then I paused and said, 
and what it means to DJ Scott LaRock. <laughs> because because you can't say that phrase, you know. <clears throat> you know how like certain things cue a response? Always. And do coincide. Yeah, so KRS being one of my favorite MCs, um, that's always that always goes together. First of all, being an elder statesman in the culture, what do you appreciate? As far as hip hop's concerned? Yes. Janelle? I'm gonna try to keep it short, sweet. Um, a lot, sweetie. From uh, the shell toes, uh, fat laces, puma sweatsuits, um, the bomber jackets, the sheepskin jackets. Um, for the gentlemen and ladies out there who know what I'm talking about, uh, the goggles, the graffiti, the burns. Um, the tags, the big radios, gigantic ones, big boom boxes, take about 17 D batteries, linoleum, um, and we used to carry this around, like, True like it was indeed. a full-time job. True indeed. And then we have the scatting, the mic controller, that which, which involved to the MC. Rhythmic American poetry. Truly, truly. Rap music. And that's actually the element that we're going to discuss today. Okay, okay. Um, might need to have you back just to, because the b-boyism you were discussing right there, like the gear, you brought me back to the subway scene on Beach Street. That's and, true, uh, true. Yeah, that's a whole different level. Now, when you said scat, what is that? Well, Grease. Before before there was actually true emceeing and there was true structure in songs in 16 bars, um, we had greats who would just control a microphone and took to rock a crowd and make sure the crowd was happy. DJ was always origin and centered around the DJ. It really was. So no matter what the DJ was doing, it was all about the DJ. And the gentleman or the lady that was standing in front of the DJ would scat, would say a small rhyme, would, you know, just to keep the crowd's attention as the DJ went off. So it was hip-hop originated, you know, DJ Hurt and the greats, but it was about them first. So it was like a yes, yes, y'all. Yes. Don't stop. Yes. Yes. Okay. And the thing that I, that I love, too, was the way that they would control the movement mm -hmm. in the crowd. So if you out there and they just might tell you, this is the spot where you about to start popping and right. rocking, right. you know, and they were really controlling the party. They were the control. They were the master of that ceremony, mm -hmm. and um, and it evolved from there. And then, like your soul sonic forces, your Africa bombadas, your performers who. Funky Four plus one Funky more. Funky Four plus one. Cold Crush Brothers. Yo. But go ahead, please. Melly Mel, let me tell you. Let me tell you about. Let me tell you about Melly Mel and the Furious Five. <laughs> please. If I can just, if I can just tell a little quick story. Uh -oh. All right, y'all, y'all ready? Okay. The the reason why Melly Mel is so real for me is, the first thing that I associate with hip hop and my love and need to immerse myself in the culture was the message. Mm -hmm. And I remember being five years old and coming out of the bathroom 
and the message was on the radio, and Melly Mel was rhyming, telling me a child is born with no state of mind. Now, mm -hmm. you got to understand, I'm five. I don't remember much about being five, but I remember the moment I heard the message. Truly. And for, for the listener, just to give you some background, Jita is my brother. So I ran to Jita's room like I had just found Jehovah. Right. And right. I was like, Jita, Jita, you listening to the radio? And he was. And at the time, my brother and I were staying with my grandma. And she was a stickler about getting us to school on time. And I don't know what our faces looked like when we were listening to the message, but she paused. And she wasn't hurrying us out the door. She let us have that. She let us have that. She let us soak up that moment. And um, that that's always, that's always going to be real for me. That's always going to be hip-hop for me. That's always going to be my birth into the culture. But I was thinking, like, for people now who come in, mm -hmm. their birth into the culture could be could be young thug. Migos. Migos. Right. Um, young Dolph. Oh. Shaq Lizzie. Shaq Lizzie. Yeah. Yes. And what I'm noticing right now is there's a big division between young and old listeners. Mm -hmm. And you know, you you understand being being over forty. You know, I understand being over thirty. We've been in circles where people will just straight down the new music that's coming out. Truly, truly. But on the flip side, I know that you work in your professional life with young people. Mm -hmm. How are they feeling about the the music that we revere that we love? Or do they even get exposed to that? They do. Um, <clears throat> depending on uh, what generation their parent is from. Okay. And whenever I pull up, sometimes late, I, uh, <laughs> I might be uh, pumping something from an era that a lot of them don't even know. Mm -hmm. But to look at their faces and to welcome the questions, um... Who is that? What is that? Where is he from? Where is she from? It's a beautiful thing because it, it, it invokes thought. It invokes them. They want to know better. They can pull it up on YouTube where we didn't have stuff right, like that. Right. And, they, and they, they'll come back to me and they didn't know how nice these MCs and DJs truly were back then. Okay. But it, what I've found, because... You brought up a very, very valid point that uh, sometimes I'm one of those people who just can't stand whatever's coming through the radio today. Mm -hmm. But I have um, beautiful people around me who are in the music scene, and they always keep me grounded. And they'll call and let me know, gee, you might listen to this. Gee, you might need to. And I'm, I'm never going to, I'm definitely going to listen to it, especially if I get it, a good, good ear and a good word from that person. And then it'll enlighten me about that artist. Okay. I'm not saying I like everything that artist does. Okay. But I like that music. Yeah. I understand that. The thing that I miss, I'll, I'll listen to anything. Right. I love a lot of the new stuff. 
my my soul is very old, so I keep old stuff mm. in rotation. Um, but Tell DJing. The truth. Tell the truth. What? The reason why you keep old stuff in rotation. You don't have any technology. I don't have any technology. I still have CDs. Grace is right. Yeah. And um, I, but uh, I'm in the same boat with you. Okay. Mr. You know, oh, so. so, I mean, it's cool. Um, yeah, that's that's true. I'm, I, I carry CDs. You know, the big case with, yeah, that's me. Um, but I just love the music. It's, it's certain things that are timeless, but I love new stuff. But what I miss is DJing. Yes. And everything is so production heavy. And, and Greece, you're a DJ, like part time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep it real. I don't make a living off of it. True, but like, do you do you feel like that element is kind of missing a little bit, or? Well, you can't go into the parties that I do. I'm, I'm more of a mobile DJ. I'm not a club DJ, so I can't even scratch. Mm-hmm. At my gigs, or else I'll get funny looks. Okay. You know, but I, I spent a lot. I spent a lot of time back in college working on scratching. Mm-hmm. So I felt like I, you know, part of me wants to use it as much as possible. Right. But the gigs that I do is just not something that people, that audience appreciates. So I don't get an opportunity to really flex my muscles as much as I want to. Maybe if I was in a club setting, but even some of the club sets that I've done. You know, you can't go too ham on the scratching. Mm-hmm. It just it throws people off. People don't know how to party to it. And that's the thing that I don't like. The The biggest riff for me in the difference of the generations is that I feel like elements are being lost. I think they were systematically taken out. And again, oh. this is just my opinion. Oh. Due to money, okay. uh, pride, Ego, because again, I remember an era where you put your DJ first. Mm-hmm. There wasn't, let me show my age, there wasn't an album where your DJ didn't have at least two cuts referencing him or her. And even in the way that, that artists presented themselves, it was DJ hey, Jazzy Jeff, Jeff and the Fresh, Fresh Prince. It's Eric B, B and Rockham. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. But now, since Everybody started, you know, and I want everybody to eat. I want everybody to get rich. I want everybody to flourish. But when rappers started seeing that the more people you cut out, the more it can be just about me. Okay. That's the reason why producers are the way they are today, in my opinion, strictly okay. my opinion. Well, we, how do you feel about the stance that a lot of DJs are now producing? I mean, that's the way, that was like kind of the natural progression at that time was you, you weren't really getting, you know, once the glamour of being a DJ kind of faded a little bit and hip hop was moving towards more of a dance oriented uh, genre, then most of those DJs went into production. I'm, first of all, I'm glad, but it was only, it only made sense because again, you need to eat as well. And if you weren't a marquee DJ, if you weren't, a red alert. If you weren't um, Clue, uh, I can go on. You know, for the DJs that I've left out, please forgive me. But it was it had to be a natural progression because other than that, you really wouldn't eat. You know, if you didn't have a show, if you didn't do Def Comedy Jam, if you didn't do these things, if you didn't do the Bad Boy Comedy Circuit or what have you, you really weren't going to eat. So you had to, and it hopefully it made them step up their skills. 
But I just, I wish, again, it's just old sentiment. Don't mind me. I just wish that, you know, the graffiti artists did get more pub. I wish breakdancing was still immersed, you know, in hood or in impoverished areas. I wish we still did it with love. You know what I mean? The way um, our other cultures have embraced it. But it's, you know, it's not cute now. It's not popular. It was and you don't want to uh, break your mom's furniture windmilling in her living room. Truly, that's why we carried around <laughs> the, really. the, you know, yeah, the and nobody you know. goes outside anymore. Right, so it's right. a different, it's a different thing. But like I think about when you when you say people getting their skills together and DJs transforming their skill set into production, the skill of emceeing. Mm-hmm. The skill of rhyming. Ooh. I remember when it became dope to quote unquote not write rhymes, to not write anything down. People caught wind of the fact that Jay Z doesn't write Biggie and felt like yeah, and felt like that's the way. That that's it. To the contrary, Eminem states plainly and clearly that he writes. But you can tell. And exactly, I feel like you can tell. Um but do you think that people don't take the skill of emceeing very seriously because, number one, people feel like they're not listening to the words anyway. Yes. And number two, <laughs> I think people don't understand how to develop that skill. Do you feel like there's a, there's a disconnect in the growth of emceeing? Yes. And I, I, I know that there's a disconnect okay. in emceeing. Um, there was a time where, you know, once the DJ started sharing more of the light with the MC, the MC had to get better. Um, no matter how Melly moved our soul, it had to get better. Mo D had to battle Busy B because mm-hmm. if not, where would? But it's ironic, loving everything about Busy B. A lot of the lyrics now sound like when Busy B was out at his height. Right. Right. Um, they are, you know, and I don't not to diss anyone, but it's it's almost to the point of mindless. Like I can say anything as long as it rhymes and as long as it stays in cadence. What I'm hearing a lot of now is people would just plumb say the same word. They can. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to rhyme anything. They, I'm just going to keep saying 22, and I'm in room 22, two, and, and she's 22. Two. And it was room 222. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. It was that room 222. Correct. You know, so I, I see a lot of that, but, like, there's MCs that I know, like, that, I, that I respect. Like when I think about Common, when he was Common Sense, when mm-hmm. Can I Borrow a Dollar came out, right? There's a vast difference between Can I Borrow a Dollar, Common Sense, and Like Water for Chocolate, or like Resurrection. Yep. You saw a progression. Yep. It's like I'm. This is my craft. You saw. I saw it definitely with Andre Three Thousand. <sighs> Um, Southern Playalistic Dre is very different than Love Below Dre. Much, and I saw it in Big Boy. Yes. Um, I see it in MCs, but again, the people that I'm talking about have also been in the game for a long time. Right. Um, 
but one and excuse me for cutting you off, Miss mm-hmm. Janelle. But one thing is, we can all attest to it's it's simple mathematics. Once we learn how to do multiplication, we don't never we will never lose it. Mm-hmm. You're always an MC. Common is always an MC. Mm-hmm. Andre three thousand always Scarface, the DOC. Forever, right. They will they will forever be MCs. There's no if, there's no and, there's no buts about it. But if you were never an MC and you're just doing music now. Oh, yeah. Oh. That was good. That was real. That was real shit. If you never had to be an MC. MC if you can look in, in Greece, you know, for everybody doing music now. And I look at kids who inspire to be rappers. Again. <laughs> no, because the listener again, can't see how you threw up those quotes. Because again, I would inspire to be an MC. But the thing was, you know, if I may go back a quick second on when you were talking about Jay Z and Biggie not writing their rhymes, it was well documented by people that they love, people in their crew. You never knew how long it took them to say that particular rhyme. To put it together. Right. Jay Z was a perfectionist. He wasn't going to let anything drop that he didn't like. Right. Big would keep going over it and over it in his head. Lil C stated it many times. If it didn't sound right in Big's heart, Big wasn't going to say it. And nobody discusses the process. Nobody, you, you hear, oh, I don't write anything down. Right. But I don't hear anything about the process. And right. I'm glad that you brought that up. But if you think about it, um, Ice-T had a beautiful movie nice little documentary where he was talking to MCs and um, he revered from every coast uh, and though he wanted to go more we understand budget but he spoke to Rakim Mm -hmm. and now we're talking about an MC speaking to another MC about how he wrote a rhyme when Rakim broke it down these are two grown men and Mm -hmm. it still blew Ice-T's mind to that day Mm-hmm. When he went to Eminem, and, he, and Eminem was discussing uh, how different verses, different rhymes, the homage was when M brought up an Ice T rhyme that said change his life. Again, MC talking to an MC. Right. Now the name of the documentary would have been. Uh... Something for nothing, the art of rap. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that came out in 2012. You might want to check that out if you listen. Definitely. And I remember watching that, seeing them appreciating each other. Yes. Um, seeing he, yes. Ice T talk to Dougie Fresh. Dougie Fresh controls a party like no other. I went to a jazz festival last summer. Dougie Fresh controlled the party for two hours between artists. When things weren't going the well, way they were supposed right. to go, but that's a skill. That that is a true skill. That's a that's a thing that people don't really appreciate in the game anymore. But speaking of that, I think about when I think about rocking a party, I think about New York. I think about okay. that East Coast style. Mm-hmm. But when I think about vibing, mm-hmm. when I think about putting on a record and vibing, okay, I think about the West Coast. Okay. And while people from the East, people from New York fought against that that migration of hip-hop. Yeah, because it was their baby, yeah. 
I appreciate some of the stuff that came out of the West Coast. What part? What part are you talking about in particular? Because I have something queued up that's that's right on. Yo, I'm gonna tell you for real. You thinking I'm gonna go to Cali? <laughs> One of my favorite albums coming up was Swass by Sir Mix a Lot. Yo. Slept on, on the East Yo. Coast. Yo. East Coast didn't have anything for Swaz. I swear. When Posse on Broadway dropped, you hadn't heard a voice like that. Nope. You hadn't heard a flow like that. When he said, I'm the man they love to hate the JRU wing of Seattle. Oh, Seattle doing it like that? I didn't even know Seattle had rap. That, that's just real. Grease, you're right. And a lot of us did. A that lot of us did. That, that was like, wait a minute, people rapping in Seattle? Right. What? They got furs out there? Right, right, right. 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 Yo, I, I'm sitting there like, with the AMG kit? What? Make the girlies get... What? We rolling... What? What? And the jealous one to get... Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. crazy. And the first time I was introduced to West Coast rap was going to visit my family mm-hmm. in the Midwest. Because mm-hmm. they had all of that. They, they especially pumped too short. Yes. Like... Oh yeah, and because you couldn't get it anywhere. I, so I, I have to. Them. Can I just? I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Can I just cut in about Oakland, <laughs> Vallejo, the the Yay area? Can I just talk about the Yay area? Can I talk about the fact that Short Dog can forever go platinum in the Yay? He might not sell a lick outside that of that state, yes. region. E40 will yes. forever eat in that region. Absolutely. I love how they support themselves. They, I Dre. love how they support oh, yeah. hip hop. They, they they do. But the thing is, what people don't understand is that they will always support those artists, hands down, no effort. Why can't other regions, why can't other states do the exact same thing? Please, T. Grease. I'm going to tell you, I wonder the same, I wonder that very much about the Mid Atlantic. Mm-hmm. I wonder that about Maryland, D.C., mm-hmm. Virginia. Mm-hmm. It it feels like there's a lot of self-hate that goes on, at least in the DMV area. Like, nobody is willing to reach out a helping hand. Like, once you make it, it's so hard to make it as a rapper from DMV mm-hmm. area that it seems like a lot of promises have to be broken before you can bring somebody else up. But True. I always figured that a lot of MCs from this area sound like somebody else to me. Yeah. So yeah, it was always a struggle when I was <laughs> when people were passing out their mixtapes. They'd be like, "Okay, he sounds like Scarface. Okay, he sounds like Tupac. Okay, yeah, he sounds like so Scarface was like, heavy here. Yeah. You would have thought Scarface was from Southeast. But you got to think. <laughs> what people don't understand is that all the majority of the residents, and I would honestly say, more than ninety percent of the DMV. They, they came. Their parent and grandparents came up with Martin, and so when that that root comes down, Martin Luther King for the people who didn't know what I was discussing. No, Martin Luther King. That's why. So they old were, nigga. Yeah, they were they were maybe a generation and a half removed from. This is Someplace all we know, else. and that's what you gravitated to. A true MC would sit listen. Hear their favorite artists, but you're supposed to grow from that. A lot of guys, a lot of young ladies, they would take who inspired to be rappers or whatever they call themselves these days. They would, they would definitely, definitely take 
their favorite artists, Grease, and they didn't they didn't know how to to differentiate from. They didn't know how to separate themselves. And you're right, Grease, they would sound just like their favorite artists from their favorite region. I feel like it's changed a little bit now, but you know, back maybe um, 10, 10, 15 years ago, it's yeah. I just remember when I was little. Okay, I was never really little. True when that, I was true young, that, true <laughs> that, true I thought that MC Light's voice was the best thing that I'd ever heard in my life. That and Sweet Tea. Then I heard Sweet Tea. <laughs> right. I'm about to I'm about to give it to you because it wasn't too many women for me to look at. I didn't ha- I didn't fall in love with with Salt and Pepper. In right. the way that most people did, but I agree, I appreciate how popular they became. But, but did you hold on? But before you move on, did you did you kind of peep something with Salt and Pepper that wasn't quite uh, authentic? It wasn't them. It wasn't right. them. That's what I said. Getting exactly getting older and realizing that they were the mouthpiece for Herbie, basically, yeah, yeah. it wasn't. It didn't feel authentic. Right. Yo Yo came out. Came out from the West, oh, serious man, oh, and I don't serious. think people understand. She recently had an unsung, and I think that gave people a glimpse of the type of MC that she was. Because you want to believe, most people want to believe that any female that comes out is manufactured. I think about Yo Yo when I think about true MC, and I think about Missy. Mm-hmm. I think about, you know, just just as far as the women go, you know, the women who don't get much. Much pub, Nikki right. D. Yeah. Um, right. You know, uh, who's my girl? All Glocks Down. Heather B. Heather B. Heather B. Man, right. I remember when Heather B. dropped. I was like, Oh Lord! Now, Heather B. Really put me in my place. <laughs> no, seriously, I was, I was, my mind was blown. And and at that time, like you said, I was only really vibing off of MC Light. I didn't really mm-hmm. vibe off anybody else. And, and Yo-Yo was kind of like a flash in the pan over here. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all experienced the same we, thing. We got a little bit more of it. It was just a little bit, a splash. She dropped that video with Ice Cube. Everybody jumped on it, and then all of a sudden she was gone. Mm-hmm. So we didn't really get the vibe off Yo-Yo as much as I wanted to. But Heather B, when Heather B dropped, I, I was like, yeah, I'm here for that. Man. But it, And honestly, and... Coming from a man, it, it was our fault. It was men's fault because of what happened with the Roxanne Shantae. Like you said, everything was a parody. It mm-hmm. was we needed a cute face, and you know, some though, some of those young ladies really wanted to be true MCs. Mm-hmm. There was no F and in they them. were right, yeah. and and you know, you you quickly thought, well, somebody's doing this for, or somebody's doing that for that person. Yeah, but yeah, some of the some of the illest classics I've ever heard came out of a lady's mouth and they wrote them mm-hmm. but we don't ever discuss that with, with party like we were never really into party stuff Jita like I would bring beats to you and mm-hmm. I would bring songs to Jita and he would give me the slow diss face <laughs> <laughs> he was such, you're such a lyricist first that you didn't even like vibe off the beat for a minute, like it, it took you a minute to really. Get you ain't start fucking with beats till like what, two thousand two? Because it hurt. <laughs> it, yeah, you know what I mean. But it, 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 it wasn't, a, you know, any fault of yours, Grease. It just, it hurt, man. Because. No, no, no. It's just that because when you watch a whole aura go to a producer, and I'm not mad at any producer, or it, you know, it goes to a hype man, or it goes to. 
uh, uh, something that is you really couldn't relate to. Again, Run DMC changed my life. So it was, I knew who Jam Master J was. I knew how he was revered. He was the man. But those two dudes standing in front of that cat killed it every time. I don't care what jam it was. Then you had your your, your Big Daddy Canes. You had your Cool G Raps. You had, you know, it, it's, it's thousands of MCs that I'm, you know, not bringing up. So please don't get your feelings hurt. But it was just, you know, even from a biz standpoint, it was all comedic. But biz could flow. Right. Like nobody, it wasn't. You didn't want to battle with Biz. Like Biz might give you the vapors and just a friend, but you didn't want to go there with Biz right. because when when the the smile turned upside down, it was whole. Biz is an MC first. I always wonder why nobody went after Biz because he was so like corny. Mm-hmm. Like you know the, the the corny fast comedic joint yeah. was dope, but I was yeah. always wondering. I was like nah. everybody's always attacking somebody. Biz never gets stepped because he was an MC, and, <laughs> yeah, and people knew. Sense, yeah, people understood, sense. and uh, and and just if I if you don't mind me sharing Please. this with the listener, um, Jita is an MC. Yes. he's never done anything commercially, but that that's where that's the position that he's speaking from as an MC. He's my favorite MC. I'm biased, but. Uh, yeah, so that's that's where he's coming from, and Jita's number thirty-five on my list. No doubt, no doubt. No, no, no. And I'm glad I made it to thirty-five. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm glad I made it that far. <laughs> you know I mean, don't get it twisted. Thirty-five is a beautiful ranking. Yeah. So we all um, have dipped our toes into different aspects of hip hop, and um, and his niche happens to be MC and. Um, one of the best you never heard of people. Goodness. If you ever if you ever get a chance, if you ever see us walking around and you say, Hey, that's them bitches from Reels and Fields, and that big dude with the beard might be Jeter, join a cipher with us. We'll we'll drop something. Now me and Greece, we're gonna rhyme for a little while. And then I know I don't know about you, Greece, but I'm gonna be fresh out after about Speak I, for yourself. I never was a rhymer. I I'll nobody. give you a few bars. I'll give you you know what? I'll bust out. I got I got 64 bars of good shit. You got a mean 64? I got 64 bars of good shit. So my turn can come around a couple times. Times, no doubt. But then it's going to be a point where you, you I, can I'm break fresh up out. The, you can break up that yeah. 64 in I'm many about, fractions. I can, go, I can go to about three or four different ciphers no doubt. and fuck no it doubt. up. You'll be right. You'll be right. You'll be right. But then, <laughs> you'll you be right. You're right. That, you're right. That six cipher, they're going to expose you know, No, no, no. Just... You, you 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 bow your head real tough. You stand next to an MC, and you know tell them you're a little parched. Then you'll be good to go. You'll right, be right. right. You'll be right. You'll be right. Get some water because you've already established Y'all yourself in the first five right. ciphers. So somebody look at you and be like, "Oh, that's Miss Janelle. Right? She all right. She she don't got to rhyme. She tired. She good. I'm, I'm established, and I'll good. let you deal with the okay. rest. So okay. yeah, if you see us out in the street and can identify us, um, you know, spark something. You know, I'll beatbox. Yeah, no Grease will beatbox. No we we'll, need that. We we'll need do that. a little cypher with you. Buff, uh, you know, you know oh, Ducky. Love. Yeah, yeah. I just Rest watched Crush. Who that is? Who is that? From, From the, the Fat Boys. Boys. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know Buffy. their names. Yeah. Like, it's okay. Rock Ski, Buffy. Yeah, and Prince Marky Prince D. Prince Marky yeah, D. Prince yeah. Marky D, I do remember. Right, yeah. right, right. It's a light skin thing, huh? You would remember Prince Marky D. Well, his name was Prince for a reason. That, 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 I. Bow down. Oh. 
<laughs> Greece. Greece. Don't do that. Q1 for Greece. Q1 for Greece. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how you discriminate against me and put me in the field, but that's another show. Yes, ladies, yes. Um, but yeah, so, so real quick, we Please. just going to... Actually, maybe not real quick. Real quick? Mm-hmm. Real oh, okay. Quick. Real, quick. real quick. From each region. Please. Give me some shit that you fuck with. Either a concept or an MC or a rhyme or a style. I'm going to start you with, with Down South. Now, I'm a little biased and I'm going to try to keep it quick. Um, you know, we, we have our consummate fr- favorites. Uh, there's Face. There's, you know. But DOC was from Texas. Mm hmm. And he went out west. And now let's not... That album, you know, before his tragic uh, voice injury, might be one of the best albums I'd ever heard lyrically. Like, hands, just him walking in the middle of the sun and the aqueduct all black on, just killing it. No dances, no nobody. Just, he killed it. Um, so if I can go there, uh, Money and the Power. Oh. Um, Y'all know I don't smoke, but I can listen to Mary Jane every day by Scarface. Oh. It it does things to me. Give me another region, please. Oh man, Midwest. What you what you love about the Midwest? Ooh, ooh Lord. I'm gonna oh. take it. If I could just say, please, Twister. Stop. Underrated. I just want to say that Twister. Stop. I love that shit. Yeah, when yeah. he came with that extra fast style. Yeah, yeah. But you knew it was dope. It wasn't just no. It wasn't off. You heard him. You heard him. It wasn't. It wasn't scatting. He wasn't mincing words. You heard everything Twister was yeah. saying. Um, again, you have your common. You mm-hmm. have your Kanye. Uh, Chicago is heavy. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, Detroit would that be Detroit, Midwest? Yeah. Now we have to go with M. Uh, We have to go with Royce We have to go with D12 Uh, Now would Midwest Still be 8-Ball and MJG Or is that more South I would say I would say Memphis You gonna go with South Okay that'll work That'll work with my apologies Apologies too But I'm never mad That you mentioned 8-Ball and MJG Never mad at all Living legends But please Give me another region Please What, What did the West Coast Do for you (laughs) <laughs> well, you know, six in the morning. We can all finish that rhyme. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> um, Ice T brought us to Syndicate. Uh, he brought us Everlast. Mm. Um, he brought us. Uh, whew, he brought us some classics. That colors still moves me. Yeah. That yeah, that, yeah. that colors period. Um, for the, and for those who don't know, you know, we're talking about the same gentleman that's on Law and Order. Mm-hmm. The same gentleman <laughs> in Breaking. Right. Um, how did from Compton's most to E40 mm-hmm. from again, sir, mix a lot, uh, to <laughs> Booyah Tribe Boo- to Cypress Hill. Hill. Yes, so it's, you. it's you know, what I mean, <laughs> Cypress Hill is dope. yeah, oh my yeah, goodness. most definitely. Uh, Kid Frost, don't want to leave anybody out. Oh, now, do we even go with Mellow Mayonnaise because he originated out, uh, New York, but he's you fu- you fucking Arizona. people up right my now. Fault, I'm, no, do it, do my that fault, shit. I just need fault. to tell the listener if you don't know about Mentirosa by Mellow Mayonnaise, look it up, listen to it. Yeah. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned Booyah Tribe. Yeah, I'm glad yeah. you mentioned Kid Frost. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, from King T 
to oh there'll be another rough rhyme after, after this one, one. no that doubt. was one of the best from the alcoholics uh-huh. to exhibit to uh and even to the new school from the cool kids pack div i mean we can go on i love that whole hieroglyph oh movement. oh stop it stop yeah that it. whole movie from 93 to what infinity yes yeah i love what they doing independently still but did you ever take time off to never rhyme soft? Rhyme soft. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Oh man. Home in this area, the the DMV. Wow. Ah, uh, I'm gonna go with uh my clips. Have to, Malice and Pusher. I have to okay. go with Skills. Yes. I have to go with uh, beautiful young lady Missy, because y'all can call her whatever y'all want. The young lady can rhyme and yeah. she makes beautiful music. Right. Um, take it up to Philly. Take it up to Philly for me. I don't know if we have enough time. I'm going to take it there from... I'm going to O-head again. Uh, EST. The uh, Dr. Nicholas one. Yes, the greatest man alive. Uh, the great Steady B. Mm. Um, that story was unfortunate. Truly. Uh, Bahama Deer. Yeah, uh, I forgot she was from Philly. Right, right. Yeah. Um, we, you know, we all know the roots. The Mighty Roots crew. Yeah. Um, and Dice just, Raw. Shout out to Dice yes, Raw. Yes. Because yes. everybody knows about Tariq. Right. Everybody knows. Right, but right. Dice Raw, yeah. Most definitely. Um, Kwame. Uh, t- you say what Kwame you want. T- yeah, I, Kwame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy. <laughs> yeah. Say what you want. Only um, Yeah. Yeah. And his production is mean. Production so even if you thought his, mean. you know, his jams were a little Popeye. His production is mean. Look out. Um, anywhere else? Talk to me, please. New York, of course. Wow. Man, I don't know how long our show is. <laughs> <laughs> we got some time. We okay, time. okay, okay, okay. Well, you brought up the great Melly Mel. Right. right. But we can even go further. You know, let's start with Cool Hurt. And mm-hmm. we need to thank him. Because mm-hmm. if it wasn't for those gentlemen, right. you know... And I'm not saying I have Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde's. None of that. But I had to respect them. Right. The Busy Bees, the whole not. But then when Mo D took it to Busy B, mm-hmm. things changed. Mm-hmm. Treacherous Three, Cold Crush Brothers. Definitely. Funky Four Plus One more. Definitely. Um, and those were, you know, the great, great African Bambada. You know, then we, well, we got K Blow. We got right. Mr. Curtis Blow, because if he ruled the world, need I right. say anymore? Right. There you go. You got about six songs just off of that. Right. right. Um, now, do y'all want to stay in Staten Island? <laughs> do y'all want to go to Queens? Because Queens, we got the Kings of Rock. We don't need to go there no more. We have the uh, Ladies Love, Cool J, because right. y'all can play if you want. The dude knew how to rhyme. Yeah, yeah, it was all day and all night. Brooklyn. Because they're always in the house. Of course. Some motherfucker Rico Suave. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I'm going to let you take Brooklyn. I'm going to stay with the Bronx because, you know, you have the great and the mighty KRS-One. Yo, BDP Posse. Right. Um, you got Fat Joe. You got, oh, Lord, you got Digging in the Crates. Um, and these were all eclectic groups, but you just, I mean, you had Mike Geronimo, Royal Flush from Brooklyn, and you had Smooth the Hustler, you had... Oh, Trigger uh, the Gambler. Yeah, yeah. We can we can go on. From uh, Beastie Boys. Jeez. Uh, Milk Bone. We had Artifacts. Did you say Milk Bone? Yeah, yeah. 
Because though commercially wasn't that good, but for people who know, right. he could rhyme. Let's not get right. it twisted. Um, the great Cool G rap, hands down. The great Cool G rap. Can I just take a minute, please, for audio too? And the and everlasting the two audio. beat, yeah. But 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 the way that drop, I think Diddy might just be paying them for for the rest a of very long, very long <laughs> time, very long time. The Mary J. Blige joint, yeah. The everything joint, yeah. Because yeah. that joint was between so them and DeBarge. Diddy's paying yo, them a lot. Yeah. Diddy's, Diddy's single-handedly. Funded the <laughs> family, yeah, no doubt, very much so. Grace, very much. Well, I mean, well, are we lying? It's real, shit, are we lying? Um, wow, the juice crew, just yes, oh. Craig G, yeah, MC, uh, the Master great MC Ace. Shan. I mean, even though Master he's Ace. over, he's repping in right. Arizona right now, Craig G, uh, wow, DJ Polo. Just for everybody listening, these are all names you're not familiar with them all. And you, you're probably not going to catch them all the first, the first listen, but please, please. Yeah, get into it, man. Yeah, these are just people who rhyme well. Um, I'm going to take it to Dirty Jers. Uh, we can't go anywhere without saying Red Man. Nah. Uh, just probably one of the best MCs that ever walked the face of the earth. Um, you know, you had, you know, you got the facts. You have Joe Budden. Uh, Don't want to leave a lot of people out But again, we have a short time Give me another region Jersey was uh, Fuji's, right? Yeah, Jersey Yeah, definitely Fuji's I'm going to tell you this I'm going to bust your head Mm -hmm. And I think I'm going to stomp you, Jita I think I got you right now Please Who do you like from 2000 to now? Wow you almost had me Like Your boot was real close To my, <laughs> my throat there 2000 to now Like do I still like them Or <laughs> Please be specific I just want to know I mean know. I'm just saying Because who, I, res- I, I respect these guys Like I love DMX You know what mm-hmm. I mean I have his material mm-hmm. I'll throw it in mm-hmm. I haven't heard anything If he done anything new You know what I mean It's True. not like I dislike the man But it's just I know D's going through Some things right now Right what about that? Uh, what about that Cash Money era? That that whole yeah. Come on. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Chris. I I I'm a BG person. Oh okay. Okay. I'm a, a BG man and uh, love Juvie. Uh, me and Juvie, it's just something. It's Kendrick. Cause when I didn't want to like Cash Money, mm-hmm. li- li- like the ignorance in me didn't <laughs> want to. Juvie made me have to like them. Yeah, that and and as a woman. Um, cash money taking over is our calling card no to time. that 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 is the announcement that we need to get to the floor and assume the three point stance. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, so yeah. definitely got respect for the cash money. Um respect Lil Weezy. Finally, you know, after about his sixth or seventh album he came with a mean banger. <laughs> with the assistance <laughs> of Yeah, yeah. With the assistance of, you know, a, a lot of credible MCs, you know. Shout out to Gilly from Philly. Gilly the kid and the clips and then for the gentleman who just we're gonna say help young Weezy. <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything else. For the gentleman that's just helped the young man. But he finally caught a banger with the assistance of Drake. Uh anybody else? How you feeling about Drizzy right now? I like the young boy. Okay. I n- never had a problem with him. Okay. Um I love how, you know, the children of today's era. <laughs> They revered him as, you know, one of those ultimate MCs. And I and I for today I have to give it to him. You know what I mean? Grandpa. 
I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. And you might judge me. You're probably gonna judge me. Please. I'm fucking with uh, I'm fucking with Ray Schremmer. I'm okay. fucking with Two Chains. Love Two Chains. His ignorance is just is beautiful. <laughs> it's delicious. I, I have to listen to Two Chains. It keeps Two me grounded. It, it, it does. He's gonna say something that's gonna make my soul go yes. It's yeah. delicious. I might want to do that at my job. I can't. But I might want to do it. Yeah. Two chains does say shit you can't get away with. Yeah. 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 Um, Makes me mad. I'm gonna tell you, and uh, and I'm gonna scoot my chair a little bit. No, over. please, please. Uh-huh. This is kind of strange. I can't really listen to him. Okay. Okay. But I respect Future. No. I'm respecting Future's movement right now. I don't respect him, nor can I listen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest. And, and and thank you, ladies, for your honesty. I, I can respect his movement. I, for everybody who ever picked up a mic publicly, and you know who never went there, I have to give you that respect. From Raptini, y'all don't even know who that is. <laughs> Look it up though. Look up Please. Raptini. From Raptini with a little Raptini on ice to, you know, one of the, you know some of the biggest hits today. You have to respect these people. Now you don't have to like them. No. Future, I don't know what he does. I don't know, <laughs> and I'm not dissing the man. I just, I can never buy anything the future does, and I'm not mad at him. I don't hate. I'm just a grown man, and I don't know what he's talking about. Let me tell you. Can I just that's, tell you? That's please. why I don't respect him. Can I just tell you what I fuck with off of him lyrically? Please. On Jumpman, he has a segment where he says Nobu. <laughs> he says Nobu, 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 Nobu. Gotcha. And that sentence is so correct. <laughs> It's so delicious. Okay. It's so ignorant okay. when you break it down. When you okay. break down the conversation he's having. Okay. About not taking this bitch to get something to eat. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> and you might need that. No boo. No boo. No boo. No boo. No boo. No boo. Exactly. Got you. So but I respect it. It's gentleman. little stuff like that. But I just, I probably won't purchase. <laughs> I just won't. I probably won't be purchasing some of these artists of course, today. Right. But go ahead. Any, anybody uh, there's else? Very few people that I'll support with my dollars. But when I fuck with you, I will definitely yeah, support also, you with my dollars. Yeah. Um, and that's one of the things that I feel like I owe to the culture because the culture has fed me. Right, right. I want to see my favorite artists mm-hmm. eat. So I'll, I'll stream your shit and listen to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you don't have enough cuts, like I like. You believe uh, what Nas Nasir owes you about what sixty dollars? Um, Mr. Jones, yeah, <laughs> he owes he owes, because he, he hurt me, he mm-hmm. scarred me deeply. Yeah. And for those who don't know, I'm gonna keep it short and sweet. You you can't give me something like his first joint and Illmatic. not Illmatic and not on. see again. That's why these ladies are great because they were gonna give you Illmatic. If you say you know hip hop, I should never had to say anything. True. Because you have to know Nas's first. You, you, you have to have more great songs than you do regular or average or bad songs. That's just my opinion. Okay. That's from the era I came from. So, Nas, I love you. I think you're one of the best ever to ever do it. But as far as your albums, you owe me a little bit of money. I supported because you. After Illmatic, he, he became, like, I have a few artists who I would just go and buy their shit without hearing oh, anything. No, no, no. I don't need to, I don't need to. I don't I need don't, snippets. No. I don't need uh, anything. Oh, you you you're dropping yeah. something? I'm going to get it. And Illmatic put Nas into that category for you. Always, and always. then off of one album, yeah. off of one album, and that's that, that's rare. He, he might that that great 
Plateau had one jam that I might skip over, and that was halftime. Like, I might, depending on how I feel, skip over to everything. Ironic, that's the jam I'm playing. Right. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That might have been it. Everything else was... I digress. Yeah. yeah. It'll it'll be quoted forever. It'll be it can be analyzed forever. Yes. It, yeah. You know, it could be And the, the sampling, the production was timeless. What was that Q tip? Was that the uh, the yeah. armor behind that? Mm. A lot of the armor. Um Pete Rock. Rock. Yeah, that's yeah. right. It yeah. was it it was it was no flaws on that album. Do you Premier. like do you like how the the regions the various regions tend to stick together and create their own sound like you have the Dungeon Family goodness and and organized noise in, right. in the south and then you have the Umma and which which Q Tip went and, and kind of brought Jay Dilla from he was from right. Detroit right mm-hmm. right put that sound Swisher out House there. movement Swisher mm-hmm. House right yeah. right so and then you have this. How do you feel about that intermingling? Because sometimes, to, to be honest, sometimes I feel like we get wrapped up in our regions too much. Like maybe one or two songs will blow from the bay, mm-hmm. but they never, like some of those artists will never come out and get mm-hmm. a different type of sound. Like they're so sound centric. Do you think that is why the DMV hasn't really blown? Chris, you could be right. That could be part of it. Because yeah. we're, so, we're so in love with Gogo, and Gogo's not. It's not a universal music, unfortunately. But when Q when Q went solo uh-huh. and went and yeah. went to PE and was mm-hmm. like, yo, That's exactly what I was talking about. Uh-huh. That that move uh-huh. was epic. It was such a it was such a major move for hip hop. Uh-huh. Um, Very much so. And yeah, do you think people are afraid to deal with that or afraid know. to I get into that? I just think that there's way more examples of when that's worked versus when it when hasn't. When it hasn't, yeah. And, I mean, and Ice Cube's first two or three albums were all East Coast. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it, it, and it blended well because he his delivery just matched. It was right. so strong. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I think for the MCs that could do it, like, um, you know, Ludacris. I, I think he's not. Oh, I don't think he's scared to get on Flo anybody's is track. Ridiculous. But and people, a lot of kids, you know, y'all youngsters might not know. Mystical. They know Fast and Furious Luda, <coughs> but don't understand that Luda could take any beat. <coughs> Very much so. But mystical. Mystical. Yeah. He was another one. He wasn't scared of a whole lot. Um, you you put that beat in front of him, and he's gonna murder it. What was the jam, Miss Janelle, where uh, Memphis Bleak? Incorporated T.I. as well as Trick Daddy. Round here. <coughs> How mean was that? We ride them things. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. You don't remember Round here? No. Now, you know, oh. I have to be honest. Uh, when it came to Memphis Bleak, it was like a... Memphis Bleak as a whole is forgettable. Okay. So it's Memphis <coughs> Bleak with others works. Yeah. What was the joint... Is that your bitch? Yes. That was Memphis Bleak. That was Memphis okay. Bleak, yes. Not but you remember Missy. Work. You remember right. Jigga. Right. Not some of his remember, best work. Right. <laughs> you remember everything else. And like I said, T.I. murdered round here. Trick, Trick Daddy, Daddy murdered. Let me tell you a little bit. Let me tell y'all something <laughs> about Miami. Let me tell y'all a little bit about Luke. You're you going to learn us about me, I just want to. I just want to okay. put this on the heads of the listener. If you're be, between the age of 25 to 35... And I need you to I need you to look at your mom. I need you to 
love her and respect her. I need you to look at your aunties. Each and every one, each and every one of those ladies in your life, if you're between the age of 25 and 35, Luke made your your mother forget she was Baptist or whatever she was. Pentecostal. Pentecostal, Catholic. Your mom dropped it when Luke came on. Just understand that. Your if mom I, was a Luke dancer if at I met. some point. Everybody was a Luke. It was Thank you. But just I just need folks to understand. Like next time you're talking about your queen or your whatever. Okay, cool. They but just know, yeah, they, they, they still queen. a queen. I'm gonna tell you how powerful if I may embellish on that, they would protest Luke's concerts, songs. Didn't want his album. They would buy the CD album tape, destroy it. Then he dropped. Don't stop, get it, get it. And every woman knows what to do when you when you hear "Don't stop, get it, get it." You know exactly what to do. So We're no programmed. matter what. So no matter what. <laughs> From Dade County. Yes. Thank you, Uncle Luke. Thank you. Thank yeah, you, sir. Yeah. The reason why some of y'all are here. <laughs> right. For Uncle Luke. Let's keep <laughs> this one. Uncle Luke. Yes. Yeah. But uh You went down all the regions, right? We did we, we covered everything. I, I wanna say thank you very much, Jeter, for joining us, man. Well, thank you all. Um our bootleg operation. We we upped the budget today for you. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. And yeah. I thank you for your ham sandwich. Yes. Yeah. It was quite delicious. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. and Countless ice cubes. Yes. Yeah. So you have to wait. Thank you. For them to melt, but into the actual glass of water. But got you. You're gonna but the, be good. But it was was it artesian? <laughs> were, were they were they special ice cubes? Those ice cubes were formed from the finest. Yes. Shorelines of Patuxent. Yes. I, in in Greece, I I, I felt that. I felt that. Ice cubes. They they were awesome. I mean, yeah. As a matter of fact, y'all need to get some of these ice cubes, people. <laughs> they were great. But but we really want to thank you for for getting in getting into this hip hop with us and setting off our our series um, with the wealth of knowledge that you have about it. And listener, please hit play again. It'll size our stats a little bit and yes, please. Um, get into some of the artists that that were mentioned because if you if you are a fan if you love hip hop. Um, and you don't know about some of the people that you heard, some of the things that you heard today. You owe it to yourself to get into it and become a fan. I would say pick a name that is unfamiliar to you. Yeah. And just do your Googles. Yeah. And if you don't like that, pick another name. Because mm-hmm. Jita touched on a bunch of artists I'm going to have to do my Googles on. So. Old nigga? Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's actually older than hip hop. He, he's older than hip hop, yes. Yeah, which is. Yes, he's he's hip hop's uncle. So, <laughs> now, Mister, now you you promised you weren't gonna say that. I'm, I'm sorry. It's alright. You, you, you broke know, the rules. If you want somebody, you want to put your tweet out there. We know you. Uh, if you all have me back, um, I'll definitely put it out next time. I'm a visitor now, and I thank you dearly for having me. All right. So if y'all have me back and we discuss something cool. I don't want to put nothing out there. You don't want the man following. Don't want the man knowing shit. Buy everything in cash. Cash. All his debit cards still have the sticker on it. Grease, you weren't supposed to let You're folks not know to this. Find him online <laughs> anywhere. I mean, he has to see his cell phone. He's got <laughs> antenna and he has to 
He got that box phone with the strap Ms. that you Janelle, walk around with. Part of the agreement was that you weren't going to mention any of these. I wasn't discussion phone. driving a vehicle with no GPS, no, 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 no just rolling with maps are, you going to go around <laughs> to the corner stuff. And you're going to see a dude, he's going to try to sell you something. It ain't no, no good. good. ain't no good. <laughs> but you're going to make a laugh when you see him. But mention that. Do I give good point of reference, though? When you I see you to the corner store, has the corner store moved yet? Nah, it hasn't failed me. Don't you're you right. make that laugh at the corner store every time? <laughs> every time. Right? That's true. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That's true. But thank you all. Thank you, Gina, for coming. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Janelle, for leading the discussion. That was very well. Hey, man, I'm not doing this shit again. <laughs> wow. That's dead. <laughs> That's too not me, pressure. man. That's too much pressure. You you built for this. Okay. You're, you're... I think you did a great job. And when you listen back with the other listener. Oh, like, okay. Yeah, because we had like three listeners the last time. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, you missed trick. Run now. around say, <laughs> you missed trick. You did a good job. So, we, I think that's it, you guys. That sounds, that sounds like it's about it. All right. See you next time. All right. Later. <laughs>